here. So good to see you. Welcome, welcome you to Encountering God. This is what we do. Um, God is doing amazing things here today. Uh, it's just going to be really cool. We have a peaceful demonstration march um, here in Reading um, <clears throat> that our that our church is going to be um, involved in. Many people in the community are going to be involved in. And um, so, there we go. We want to just welcome you today to to what to what we have. Uh, and I don't like to do, and I did get a little political over the last few days. I don't like to do that. That's not my goal. That's not our goal as a ministry um, <clears throat> and me as a minister. I don't, uh, I'm a minister of the gospel, whether I'm, a, um, <clears throat> whether it's, um, that's who I am. It's what I do. Uh, you know, strengthen the body, encourage the people, get them, get them where they're going. And, I, and my desire is for you to encounter him. That's all I care about. Um, I don't want you to encounter me, I lo- you know, although I don't mind. But I want you to encounter me in order to get closer to him and to get closer to Jesus. Amen. The Messiah, the king of the universe. Blessed are you, Lord God, king of the universe, who has clothed us with your light, clothed us with your majesty. And, uh, and that's something that I pray each day when I put this garment on. And it's, it's just a garment you know, for uh, to, to just express my love, not only to Jesus, but also to the Jewish people uh, in general. I, I love them, and I know I have a lot to learn uh, regarding this. So I just want to, you know, just, just let you know, that, and, and I pray in this thing when I get alone with Jesus. It's just me and this and, and him, and that's it. And I, it's not anything special. It's just that I believe that this, and, and for me, I'm clothed in his light. I'm clothed in his majesty. I'm clothed with his garments of praise. So if you'll go with me to Song of Songs, uh, chapter two, sorry, chapter four. Wow, we're on chapter four. We're coming to a halfway point of this book, and it's really exciting. And, and if you haven't gotten it yet, I encourage you to get my book. It's called Song of Songs, SOS, A 50-Day Journey into the Heart of God. I wrote it. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on uh, um, Barnes & Noble, or you can get it from me by simply just sending me an email at Tom in Sarah Ministries at gmail.com and uh, and we'll get the book out to you. It's $10.99 on Amazon and uh, and Barnes and Noble. It is $10 if you get it from me. And um, so anyway, I got eight left. So if you want one, there you go. All right. So if you go to Song of Songs chapter four, uh, the Shulamite responds to 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 the to the king. The Shulamite responds to Jesus here. And he says to her, uh, your life flows into mine. It's like these, 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 um, what do you call them? Uh, tributaries of a river going into a delta, going into the big sea. And, and, and our river flows into his river. And he loves us that much. Okay, so the Shulamite says to him in response to that, he says, then, in, in, in light of this, then may your awakening breath blow upon my life until I am fully yours. Breathe upon me with your spirit wind. Let him breathe upon you this morning or this afternoon with the spirit wind. Let him breathe upon you in the spirit wind. Let him come upon you. I love it so much. He says, she says to him, may your awakening breath blow upon my life. Like God doesn't come with a, with a, with a breath of death. 
He comes with an awakening breath. He comes with a breath that, 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 that says, yes, I'm going to be, um, you know, I'm going to be the one that, 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 wow. Yeah, I'm going to be the one that brings life into you. This, this breath, the same kiss that uh, God gave Adam to awaken him uh, when he was nothing but just a figure. You know, he breathed on him. He kissed him with that kiss. Breathe upon me with your spirit wind. How many of us want the Holy Spirit to be breathed upon us? Stir up the sweet spice of your life within me. Spare nothing as you make me your fruitful garden. Hold nothing back until I release your fragrance. Come, walk with me as you walked with Adam in your paradise garden. Come, taste the fruits of your life in me. The, the whole point of what he's trying to say at this point, okay, the whole thing of what she's trying to say is, listen, I can't live without you. I need you. I, I, I can't be who I'm supposed to be unless you breathe your life into me, as you uh, awaken me with your breath. Remember when, when, uh, when, when, when God created Adam, he breathed on him and Adam became a living being. Breathe upon me with your spirit wind. When I pray for people, a lot of times they say, I say, breath of God or wind of the Holy Spirit, come. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Stir up the sweet spice of your life within me. Don't, it's not religion, man. It's Jesus, okay? If, if you're getting stuck on religion, that's not Jesus. You need to go to where Jesus is. You need to find Jesus. That's a key. It's not religion. It's not man reaching up to God. It's God reaching down to man and, and longing for relationship. He is longing for relationship. God is longing for it. Oh, may the wind of the Holy Spirit fall on us. May the wind of the Holy Spirit clothe us, envelop us, overcome us, that we are held by his wind. Remember, it was in Acts chapter 2, where he says, a sound of a mighty rushing wind. It wasn't a mighty rushing wind. It was the sound like it. Let the Holy Spirit come. You know, I, I was talking to a few people yesterday about about the wind of, um, uh, you know, hurricanes. And, and that the, the, the stronger, the lower the air pressure, the stronger the wind. So when the air pressure drops in a hurricane, it gets to a certain amount of inches, the barometer, and, and the air pressure just drops. Um, I don't know what, they, what the measurement is, millibars or something like that. When it gets below a certain point, the wind gets to rush over 100 miles an hour. It's just like it's crazy. It becomes these tremendous, tremendous hurricanes. And God is just saying, hey, no, 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 no. We're, you know, I'm going to blow the wind of the Spirit. I remember, um, you know, literally throughout my 40-plus years, 47 years of being a believer, um, this is my 47th year of being a believer, I have noticed that whenever the, 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 the spiritual air pressure has been really low. The wind of the Spirit would come. We had the Jesus Revolution back in the 70s. 
We had, um, you know, we, we had uh, the, the, the movement toward faith in the 80s. John Wimber came out and, and we had like uh, signs and wonders in church growth. Okay, the, the vineyard movement was started then. In the 90s, you had the Toronto uh, outpouring, you know, where, where, where the church was being refreshed. And here we are in the 2000s. And if you don't think 2020 is a vacuum that the Holy Spirit wind is going to blow, I don't know where you're living, but it's not here. Come on. You know, I don't, I'm not going to get political, so I'm not going to stop there. But you have to understand that this wind of the Spirit wants to blow in like a hurricane wind. I remember a number of years ago in Washington State, we had a, uh, we had a little cell. It was a rotating cell. And, and the wind of that cell was so strong. It was like 70, 80 mile an hour winds. I was living in Bonnie Lake, which is up on the hill. And this thing missed the, 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 um, the, the Olympic mountain range and that, that range that goes, uh, down, uh, the west coast of Washington state. I don't know what all those are. Maybe they're different than from the Olympics, but that's where they were. And a lot of times the wind gets stuck there and doesn't make it up and over. But this one came under uh, or around that mountain range and it came up and there was 70, 80 mile an hour winds up in Bonnie Lake. And it was crazy. But it's like that right now where the Holy Spirit wants to break through the, the tensions. The Holy Spirit wants to break through the political spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to break through the religious spirit and totally annihilate. It and with the wind of himself, this this fresh breeze, this fresh breath uh, of his spirit wind upon us. Come on, somebody help me now. I'm going to start to preach. She's so surrendered that she says, spare nothing. Spare nothing. Don't hold back anymore. Don't hold back, God, anymore. Spare nothing as you make me your fruitful garden. Hold nothing back until I release your fragrance. Just pour out the Holy Spirit. That's my prayer. Literally, well, I can't say literally, but, all, but, but like that's a portion of the prayer that I pray every day. God, don't hold anything back. Hold nothing back until I release your fragrance. I want the fragrance of Jesus to be so prominent in my life that, that people, when they see me, they smell him. That's what I want. Come, walk with me as you walked with Adam. Remember, God would come down in the cool of the day and he would walk with Adam. Walk with me like you walked with Adam. Come on, God. Walk with me like you walked with Adam. Hallelujah. I'm feeling his presence right now in his paradise garden. It's so good. As you walked with Adam in this paradise garden, this, the scene of the garden and the breath of God points us to Eden. There's nothing wrong with the garden of Eden. You know, I, I often, when I do talk to atheists, it's really funny, but, um, but they, they always tell me, that, uh, that they don't believe in God. And I said, well, obviously you believe in him. If not, if you didn't, why would you mention his name if you didn't believe in him? <laughs> oh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you. 
This is the mystery of this scene. It's just a mystery that he walks. She wants to walk with him as, you know, can you imagine having that fellowship? There were no secrets between God and Adam. He said, Adam, you name all the animals. Name them. Give the character to them. What is their character? Assign that to them. Assign that character. And she says, come, taste the fruits of your life in me. When you are one with somebody, you start to taste the fruits of their life. I could go somewhere. I'm not going to go there. But I really kind of feel like you need to see that his, the fruit of his life, he wants to taste in you. The fruit of what he has, the fruit of the spirit, God wants to taste that in you. He wants, he wants to taste joy. He wants to taste love. Remember, Jesus was the most joyful of them all. I often get confused why people always have sourpush Jesus in the movies. Jesus was everything but a sourpuss. He was joyful. He was a joker, man. I think when he told the disciples not to, not to forbid the little children from coming to him, I kind of feel like he was saying to him, saying to him, listen, I'm playing with them. Don't send them away. I kind of feel like Jesus would, if they had a ball, they would take it, you know, whatever they would use, and they would throw it, and they would kick it, and whatever. He says to her at this point in verse, uh, you know, in verse 16, I have come to you, my darling bride. I have come to you, my darling bride. You've called out to him and he has come to you. You have called to him and he has come to you and you are his darling. He says that I'm not going to a place, I'm going to you. For you are my paradise garden. Come walk with me as you did with Adam back way back when. God says, no, I come to you, my darling. For you are my paradise garden. He's walking you, within you. Not around you, but he's in you. I've come to you, my paradise garden. You are his paradise garden. I am his paradise garden garden. I am the place where he comes to walk with in the cool of the day, whatever part of the day you go. The book that's coming out after this one that I'm coming out, um, the one that's coming out soon is called Breakdown to Breakthrough. The one after that is called The Secret Place. This secret place is what God's talking about. This paradise garden. You are that secret place where you get with him and you have this union. You are entwined with him. And in this entwining, is that a word? In this entwining, you become his paradise garden and he doesn't want to leave you. He loves walking there. He loves talking with you. He loves going hand in hand with you in that paradise garden. So good. Let's bring it to a close. Come, uh, it's in five one. He says, "Come." She says to him, "Come, walk with me until I am fully yours. Come, taste the fruits of your life in me." She says that twice to him. It's important for her to taste his life in her. It's important for her. It's important for you that he tastes the fruit of the spirit in you. We all want the gifts of the spirit, but. 
many of us don't want to pay the price for the fruit of the Spirit, whatever that looks like. God is almighty. He is all-powerful. He's wonderful. He's full of joy. He's great. And he does all this stuff because you have become his paradise his paradise garden and you have the fruits of him in your life and you want him to taste it <clears throat> well sometimes i don't have such good fruit in my life so what doesn't mean you're bigger than god what do you mean god can't forgive you god can't take you and make you new come on you're smarter than that God is bigger than that. That doesn't condone sin at any stretch of the imagination. I know people, uh, you know, I'm on TikTok now, and it's a little bit more fun than Facebook is. But um, I'm on it now, and there's some people that have just real issues as well. And they have argued, and I'm saying, listen, I'm not going to argue with you. I have people coming around saying, you know, oh, grace is good. You know, grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace. And they leave nothing for repentance. They leave nothing. They forget that verse that says, should we sin that grace may abound? There is truth in that. There is truth in the fact that God's grace is bigger than our sin. Yes, but there was an awful price that Jesus had to pay for our forgiveness. I honor him for that. It's amazing that he would even do that right now. Why would you do that to me? Why would you do that for me? Dear God, forgive me. Make me brand new. Let the fruit of the Spirit be found in my life. It's The fruit of the Spirit is one fruit, but it has many characteristics. It's love. The fruit of the Spirit is love. End of story. Part of love is joy. Peace, the shalom of Jesus, that where everything becomes made one again. Patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, all nine of those are contained in this one fruit that God says, get it in your life. You know, I, it was funny. We had a joke back in the 70s when we were praying for patience. Oh, got to pray for patience. And then all of a sudden, trials would hit. So I would always say, I'm not going to pray for patience. <laughs> I'm not praying for patience. I don't want to go through a trial. I don't want to have bad things happen. <laughs> I would pray for people. Lord, save them so they would go through a trial. I mean, it's just like... What in the world? But I did it. I think Jesus laughed. <laughs> I just want the fruit of the Spirit in me so he can eat my life. The Bible says, uh, uh, Psalm 34, 8, taste and see that the Lord is good. And God looks at you and says, can I taste of you and see that, that Salvatore is good? Can I taste and see that you are good? as well. Let God taste and see your life. He loves you so much. You don't have to be afraid of him. The Bible says, fear the Lord. Yeah, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, but you can fear him and still not be afraid of him. However, I want to tell you this. When you see him, 
you probably have a little bit of fear in there too. I've seen, I've seen some angels. I've seen some really huge angels. I mean, like real, they scared the they they scared the living daylights out of me, man. <laughs> I've seen Jesus face to face. I've seen his eyes. I've looked in his eyes. And every time I've seen Jesus, I've, I've felt love. He's awe. I, mean, I know that Jonathan Edwards preached that message, you know, sinners in the hands of an angry God. God poured his anger out on Jesus. God's not angry. He's longing. He's longing for you today. I've seen his eyes. He has the eyes of love. Yeah, I, I get afraid of, of, you know, when there's angelic activity and I see these huge, I mean, I don't know why, but I, I get to see them. I get to see warrior angels. I get to see angels of protection around people. And that's really cool. doesn't make me any more special. I just, I can do it. I've seen, G, like I said, I've seen Jesus face to face. And there's such love in his eyes. Each stripe, God was pouring out his wrath upon Jesus so that he wouldn't have to pour his wrath out upon us. Remember, in the Old Testament, you know, but in the New Testament, what did he tell James and John? Should we call fire down from heaven and destroy the city? <clears throat> what did Jesus say? You don't know what spirit you're of. Well, Elijah did that. And the fire consumed that those men of 50. I think there was 150 soldiers, 153 soldiers that were killed because the king wanted to see, uh, wanted to see Elijah. And Jesus says to James and John, you don't know what spirit you're of. He came in the opposite spirit. He didn't come for a military takeover. He didn't appoint Donald Trump. I'm not saying Donald Trump is born again, but he didn't appoint Donald Trump for this season you know, to, to militaristically take over. He wanted you and I to pray. And we have the ability to pray again, publicly. I could go into politics, but I'm not going to. Just want you to know that, that, that Jesus does care. Jesus has made provision for his bride. He's given her fruit to eat of so that from her life he can eat the fruit of her life. You are his bride that he's preparing without spot or wrinkle. You are his bride. I am his bride. And he's preparing for himself a bride. And he also says that he's washing her with the watering of the word. Man, get into the word, man. Go get Go get into the word. Let the Bible just, let the Bible take hold of you. Let the Bible become your life. Read it. I'm not talking about, I got to read the Bible through in a year. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about get some food, man. Get some food and eat it. Read it until it speaks out and go and get it. And then the fruit is born in your life. And Jesus comes and he eats that fruit. He walks with you. He walks with her until he, she is fully his. Now remember, they're not married yet. 
But she says, walk with me, walk with me until I am fully yours. The implication there is that once you are fully his, he does the walking and you walk in him. This is good stuff. Anyway, I got a little long and I apologize for that. Um, but anyway, God bless you guys. God is so good. Um, I don't know what the future holds. I don't know, uh, you know, what, what what's going to happen moment by moment anymore. Um, but I do know this, that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And his love never fails. Yeah, his love that was demonstrated. God demonstrated his own love toward us, Romans 5, in that while we were yet sinners, while we were yet the bottom of the barrel, while we were yet the scum of the earth, Christ died for, the, for us. It's just so good. You hold him, you love him, you kiss him, you embrace him, you walk with him, and he eats the fruit of his life in you. Well, God bless you guys. Have a great day. It's been a wonderful time today. I was on a little late only because, um, you know, talking on the phone and, and um, you know, just understand that God is doing some great things. He's doing great things in you and he's doing great things in me. So anyway, God bless you. Have a great day and we'll talk to you next time.